0: My name is Jan Omar and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. That's a terrible accent. Well, teach his own. Any hizzle uh, to carry on in the same path, in the same way, in the same fucking fill-in-the-blank word that means way. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to review. Netflix's Midnight Mass limited series, seven episodes, each episode's an hour. Um, So, if you want to see it, you intend to see it, don't listen any further. I still got this fucking cough uh, from COVID. I'm clear of COVID. Like three days ago, I finally started feeling like I didn't have something holding me back that still being said, COVID was nothing big. Nothing to deal with. That doesn't make sense. It wasn't bad is basically where I was going. Anyway, uh, so Midnight Mass, oh, I meant much in the same way as reviewing Dexter. Why am I reviewing shit like this? Well, entertainment has been used as a tool of influence. and So, I'm gonna do I'm going to cover some fucking reviews, all right? Just sit back and relax and listen to what I tell you. Just do it. No, I'm just kidding. Any his, um, so Midnight Mass, what did I think about it? Well, I thought it was an outright attack on Christianity. Let me explain. Dude, you're just bringing politics into something that doesn't have politics in it. Well, yeah, well, if you watched it, you need to understand what I'm fucking talking about. Um. Yeah, an outright attack on Christianity. So, let's see. It takes place on an island. I don't know if it's real or fictional. That's about 30 miles... Is it 30 miles? I guess it's 30 miles off the uh, shores of New York City. Um, it, at one point, was a flourishing little island. And now it's down to about 100 people. The majority of which are... Uh, part of a parish that's there. So they're Catholic. And I'm talking like maybe 95%. Um, leaving very few people there that aren't Catholic. <laughs> Excuse So what had happened? Now there's two co-main characters, I would say. The only name I can remember is Pruitt. It's a fairly forgettable show, if I'm being honest. Um, it just... I I would assume that my bias is keeping me from thinking it was very good. Um, you know, but then again, I mean I can listen to like a perfect circle, I can listen to Tool and notice that they're uh they're great instrumentalists. Um that Maynard James Keenan has a fucking angelic voice, which is what what is that called? An oxymoron? Or no 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 uh ironic. Anyway. Um you know what I mean? So I can still notice that certain things are good, are of quality. Uh, this show, eh, sort of kind of was. I, I remembered two, maybe three actors from this. One would be the doctor. Uh, she, they diked her up quite a bit and in fact made her gay. She's got a short haircut, which reminds me of like in the Bible especially the Old Testament it talks about how a woman's beauty is in her hair and although I've seen some women that look cute with short hair uh, yeah I agree with that like longer hair on women that's their beauty It's or part of it anyway Uh, a big part of it and they really uglied her down for sure because she was a fucking fox back in the day so and I don't I can't remember her name the uh, I can't remember the other guy's name who played uh, oh shit what, did he, what was his name? He was from E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Extra. Extraterrestrial. Um, he played... Oh, shit. It's right at the tip of my brain. He played the boy. Not uh, Drew Barrymore, but the other guy. So he's in it, and he's, he plays the father of one of the co-main characters. Um, where you start off, uh, there is a... Uh, his son um, got off the island... And went to college, became successful in like computer software or something to that effect, and became a drunk, and he got into an accident and killed a girl uh, who was driving another car, and he's haunted by this. Um, He goes to prison, gets out, and comes back to the island. His ex-girlfriend also had left the island. She married a guy who was abusive and ended up getting pregnant and then moved back to the island without her husband. Um... now I don't. I, she's pretty, but I don't remember her from anything. I'm sure she's probably in something, and that's okay, by the way. I'm not shitting on anyone for not remembering them or the, you know, whatever. Everybody needs a, a, a spot to start. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not hating on them for that. Um, and then the priest, the young priest that you see, uh, I've seen him. I feel like he's familiar. I've seen him in places. So anyway, um, the two co-main characters is the guy that killed someone that, while drunk driving and then the priest, the young priest. So uh, the guy comes back to the island and then you see this lady waiting for a ferry. So there's two ferries that go out and come back in the morning and then again later in the evening, like five or six o'clock. Uh, and You see this lady waiting for what turns out to be the priest coming in. This lady is a zealot. This lady is the envision. Mint, envisionment? Is that a word? She is what I, I, she is what the the atheist liberal leftist envisions in every Christian. She's a zealot. She is controlling. She's insufferable. She's rude. She's hypocritical. She's authoritarian. Um, she, she's a Bible thumper to an extreme. I mean, throughout the show, she, uh, she brings up scripture chapter and verse and twists it and warps it so fucking terribly bad. Um and like I said she's just an insufferable character. I'm sure the lady might be nice. I don't know. I mean she's she's playing the part to fucking attack Christianity but um anyway. So her character, she lasts throughout the entire show. I'll talk about her in a minute. But she's waiting for a priest to come in. And the priest that comes in um is a young guy. The priest, the parish priest that they had went on a uh, pilgrimage to Israel. And whilst in Israel, this priest, this older priest, was losing his mind. Like literally, he was starting to develop Alzheimer's or something. He gets lost from his group in Israel, ends up in a cave where he runs into an ancient vampire. What they did with this show is similar to what The Walking Dead did with zombies. What I mean by that is, in The Walking Dead... Um, sorry, I gotta see where I'm going. In The Walking Dead, uh, the idea was that nobody ever came up with with the idea of a zombie before, and hence the name The Walking Dead. They never used the word zombie in that throughout. Nobody's ever made movies or anything like that, and so they had to they had to find out on their own that you got to kill zombies by shooting them or damaging their head. In this, they never mention vampire. There's no kids. I mean, there's some kids on the island and they never mentioned like comic books or movies or anything, scary movies that they had seen with a vampire in it. So they don't know about vampires. And, um, and i I guess I'll get to the rest of that here in a second. But anyway, so this priest, the vampire attacks him in this cave, kills him, sucks his blood out, right? Well, it ends up turning him into a vampire. He comes back to life and it returns him to his physical prime, also returning his mind to him. And the priest sees this as divine intervention. He sees the the vampire as an angel. And in the beginning, it really does look like the the priest has good intentions. This older priest. Well, when he, he comes back to the island and lies to his parish, about not being Pruitt, the, the Monsignor Pruitt that left, right? He comes back as a young guy and nobody recognizes him and he just plays it off and uh, and even lies to him more by saying, oh yeah, your, your priest is going to come back and I'm only here temporarily and shit like that. So right off the bat, he lies to him. Now what he does is he brings the fucking vampire with him. He takes this eight foot tall, nine foot tall vampire and stuffs him into a fucking piece of luggage, like the old school luggage, like the box from back in the day, stuffs him in that and brings him with him and, uh, and then lets him out. And this fucking vampire, he doesn't talk the entire show, all seven episodes, never talks. Um, but what he does is when he, when night comes around, he he lets him out of the the luggage and, uh, this vampire just kind of cases the, the Island. Nobody sees him for a while. He doesn't show himself. He just cases it. He just flies around it and checks it out. Um, The vampire also gives this priest his blood. And what does the priest do? At his first mass, he mixes the vampire blood into the wine, into the Eucharist. It's, it's, uh, It's different, I'll tell you that. So, um... What he purposely does is he infects all of the parish parishioners with this vampire blood. Now, it doesn't turn them into vampires, but, well, it kind of slowly is turning them into it. And so, the next mass that the priest has, um, there's a couple of other characters in here. There's a town drunk, there's a sheriff. Uh, The town drunk, at some point, had fucked around and caused the mayor's daughter to become paralyzed, but there's no cars on the island. So it's fucking weird, you know? And, and, uh, and so he just stays in town drunk. He never comes to mass or anything like that. Um, and everybody hates him because of what he did. So anyway, in the second mass, uh, the priest looks at the, the girl that's paralyzed, the mayor's daughter, and he tells her to get up and the mayor's like flipping out, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she can't walk dickhead. This isn't funny. Well, she ends up getting up and it's a miracle. Why this is important is because it, ta- it the whole island becomes a buzz with this miracle that happened, right? And this priest seems like a young, um, unorthodox priest that's going to be there and he's going to really change everything and stuff like that. Um, but what he's doing, like I said, is he's slowly infecting everybody with this fucking vampire blood. And all of his true intentions come out later. Um, at the end of the show, what ends up happening? So they have like, <clears throat> it. It looks like a pretty. In the beginning, it doesn't look as diverse as later on when you start looking at the crowd at, at, during mass and shit, where it's like uber diverse, which is fine if it's organic. But we all know by now that this shit is it's it's done out of spite. That right? They like ever ever. We know that every production that's out there, you have to have so many of these minorities that's in there and shit like that. Um, So I never trust that they ever take the stance or the approach that any of their quote-unquote diversity in these shows is an organic thing that came about. It's always, you're, you're looking at it like, oh, you guys are doing that just straight out of spite. And true, they do. The mayor's wife is black. His daughter is half white. I'm not like I said. I don't give. I don't fucking give a shit. I don't have a problem with that. They all played their parts pretty good. I really have not too much of a problem with their acting. I didn't see any shitty acting. It was just the story writing that I had a problem with, much like with Dexter. So anyway, <clears throat> um, uh, the priest ends up eating the town drunk and kills him. He never turns into a vampire, which I thought was strange. Just I guess drink too much of his blood. I guess. Um, the, the zealot lady, uh, comes in to see it after the fact. And she ends up twisting and warping the scripture, brings in the town mayor and another, uh, the mechanic, the town mechanic for the boats brings him in and tells him what's going on. And like I said, twists and warps the scripture in order to, uh, make it seem like it's, you know, it's okay that he, he fucking killed somebody. The priest killed somebody. And it's all cool. And then they also find out that that's actually Monsignor Pruitt, these three people, the town zealot and the mayor and the mechanic, um, which is just fucking bizarre. Prior to that, the priest was having, um, like AA for the town drunk, as well as the, uh, the guy that, that, uh, the son that killed a girl, a drunk driving, um, Oh, fuck me running. I got to send this damn thing. Sorry, I just got a text message. Anyway. Um, so after, after the priest kills the town drunk, this other guy comes to AA to see what's going on. And meanwhile, what had happened was uh, the priest ran out of the vampire's blood and was like beckoning him to come uh, give him more blood. And so while this vampire came back to start giving him more blood... The uh, the kid that killed the girl in the drunk driving accident comes in on it and sees it. And the fucking vampire attacks him, kills him, drinks his blood, right? Basically turning him into a vampire. And it's like, what the fuck? Where's this going? And me, mind you, this guy is an atheist. And what they really harp on is all of the atheists are the critical thinkers. They're the good guys. All of the Christians in the story... Are naive as like I said. Fucking how Hollywood sees Christians anywhere. They're stupid. They're naive. They'll follow. You know any simple whatever. Um, they're they're just a bunch of cult members basically. And it and it shows through. Oh god. Let's see if I can explain all of this towards <laughs> in in the time I need to do this episode. Um, oh fuck. Where, where was I? So he killed the one guy. Oh the the um. Yeah, so the vampire attacks his kid, and uh, he comes back to life. The priest is there. The town zealot is there uh, to explain and, again, twist and warp scripture in order to make it seem okay to this guy. Well, he never gives in. He leaves there. He goes around as, as a new vampire, and he's seeing all the sights that are different. He has hunger pains from wanting to eat people. Um, and what he ends up doing, he goes and he finds his uh, his ex-girlfriend. Who, mind you, was like in between if she was going to be an atheist or a believer. And she had even went to one of the masses and drank the Eucharist, which contained the vampire blood. Well, what happened with her is, uh, as everybody's starting to feel better and shit, she, uh, her baby dies. And, and in fact, just goes away altogether. Her body, as it was turning slowly into a vampire, ate the fucking baby. ate the motherfucking baby, Her own body did. So that's a whole nother fucked up side to all of it. Um, the town doctor is a, good, is a good person, the female, whatever her name was. And her story is actually kind of at the core of everything because her mom has Alzheimer's, right? And the priest is coming over to visit her specifically and give her the Eucharist at the house. And so she starts coming around She starts to return because it's got the vampire blood in it. She starts to return to her prime. Her mind starts to come back to her and it's all of a sudden a miracle. And the doctor's going, what the fuck is this? Fast forward over to uh, the new vampire ex-drunk guy. And he finds his ex-girlfriend. And he takes her out on a little dinghy, a little boat out into the ocean. And she's like, and he tells her the whole story of everything that just happened to him. And she's like, oh, I get it. You brought me out here so I couldn't get away and you were going to scare me. He goes, no, 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 no. I brought you out here because I knew you wouldn't believe any of this and also so that I couldn't go anywhere. The whole time he had been having dreams of being on this boat in the middle of the ocean and then the the sun starts to come up and he doesn't remember it after that. Well, what happens here is after he says that, the sun comes up and it burns him. It's the only thing that can hurt the vampires is the sunlight. Not a crucifix, not garlic. Of course, they never bring up garlic. Uh, Not a stake in the heart, nothing. Just the sun, just direct sunlight. And so he catches on fire, which then proves to this girl everything he had just said, his ex-girlfriend. So um, she comes back to the town. She goes and finds the doctor. And meanwhile, the doctor uh, had taken some of her blood and some blood from her mom and shit and uh, accidentally put it in direct sunlight and it caught on fire. What it did was it burnt away the vampire-ness to it and left normal blood. And so when this ex-girlfriend tells the doctor all this shit, the doctor shows her that and is like, well, yeah, it seems crazy, but I'm on your side. Um, she gets her mother. Her mother is, like, on her side too. Uh, and then the doctor tries to go to the sheriff, right, to talk to him. Now, the backstory to the sheriff is... His ex-wife, or I'm sorry, his wife died, leaving it just him and his son, and it's just them on this island. No family, what have you. And he's a bit of a castaway because he's a Muslim. Now, for as much projection as the left likes to do on their enemies, which is anybody who's center, center center-right, conservative, Republican, what have you, they always project out on us, basically anybody who isn't liberal leftist, that we're not cultured, which is bullshit. Because these motherfuckers have no understanding of other people's cultures. They just don't. They don't understand the migratory culture of Muslims, that they wouldn't do this. They wouldn't just take their one and only child and go to a place that's overwhelmingly Christian of all religions. Um, To be the law enforcement there, it just wouldn't happen. It doesn't happen that way. It's not their custom. But in this story, like I said, forced diversity. Just in case you thought I was being nutty earlier. Uh, No, this is a part of it. It's insane. All the women are the good guys with the exception of the one Muslim guy. Um, And what had happened during this time is his son was starting to convert to Christianity, which you would see as a bad thing in this storyline, right? Like the evil, no good, very bad Christians are trying to take his son away from him. That's how they kind of play it out. Uh, so it's a bit of a, of a conflict there between him and his son, because his son heard about his friend, the girl that was paralyzed, now being able to walk. And so he starts to slowly convert. So anyway, when the doctor goes and talks to the sheriff, he gives this fucking 15 minute diatribe of how bad Americans are to Muslims. I mean, it's just like you're sitting here going, fuck you, dude, you know? Get the fuck out of here. If you don't like it here so much, try Canada. It's right there. Go to Europe or go anywhere else. You don't have to stay here. That's the nice thing about this country. But instead, he does his 15-minute fucking diatribe, like I said, and uh, just shits all over Americans um, as untrustworthy or untrusting of Muslims. So it's like, oh, here we go with this shit. Um, But then... What ends up happening is uh, the zealot and the priest and the mayor and the mechanic all talk and come up with this plan where, because it's right next to Easter, it's like the night before Easter, they're going to have a midnight mass, the name of the show. And what they're going to do is they're going to stop the fairies from coming in so nobody can leave. They're going to, the mechanic is going to go around and uh, sabotage all the boats so that nobody can take a boat off. Uh, They turn off all the power. And, uh, eventually they turn off the cell phones so nobody can call out for help and they're going to trap everybody there and make them all go to midnight mass. And everybody who's got the vampire blood, all they have to do is die and they'll come back as vampires, which is another similar thing to, um, the walking dead because everybody's infected in the walking dead. It's airborne, right? And that, so anyway, uh, When the doctor, the ex-girlfriend, the doctor's mom all try to leave to go back to the mainland in order to start fucking telling people about shit, they can't, right? And they end up deciding, all right, we're going to go to the Midnight Mass and see what's going on here. And as they do, uh, they show up and, uh, like I said, the zealot, the priest, the mechanic, and the mayor all start to enact their plan. And in fact, the mechanic plays the sacrifice and gets up and here comes the cultish part. They have trays... Of cups in the back of the church that are all filled with fucking rat poison. And they everybody's gonna their plan is to have everybody drink it and die and come back as vampires. And the priest has pretty specific directions as to like lock the doors, don't let them get out for the people that didn't come to mass, you know, so that they don't attack them. I can talk to them and explain what's going on and yada yada yada. And in order to get people to go along with this, they're going to have the mechanic, like I said, play the sacrifice, and he does. And as they're starting to have mass and everybody's in, uh, the mechanic goes up and the priest starts to kind of lay out the plan. And he and he admits, he confesses to everybody that he is the Monsignor and he is a miracle, he starts to talk about the angel, um, and then he has the mechanic drink the poison and then die a pretty gross death because he throws up all over the place and shit. And then he, as he dies... The, uh, the sheriff is there with his son because his son begged him to come there. And the sheriff's like, fuck this. And he leaves. Now, prior to this, he never carried a gun. But because of all the strange shit that's going on right then, he has his gun with him. But anyway, he starts to take his son out of the church. And who's standing in the back of the church but the fucking eight to nine foot tall vampire who's dressed in priest's robes. So nothing religious hurts this this thing, right? Right. Which is like nothing that you've ever, I I hate when they go against all of the age old understandings of, um, of vampires or zombies or whatever, you know, they fucking change shit up on them and whatnot. So nothing religious, nothing Christian, which has always been throughout the history of the fictional vampire characters has always hurt vampires, but not here. So anyway, all right. So he walks up, the sheriff goes back into the pew with his son, just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Which I can't blame them because I would too. And the, the, uh, vampire slash fallen angel goes and stands up at the front. And then all of a sudden, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The mechanic comes back to life, which kind of chills everybody out. They're like, see, told you, you know, uh, the vampire's an angel and this is a miracle. All you got to do is just drink the, the, um, poison die and then come back to life. And so now the zealot and, and uh, the altar boys start passing out this fucking poison to everybody and uh, at this point so the the son that had uh, was drunk and killed the girl or whatever uh, he had left notes for his mom dad and brother and uh, that kind of warned them of the priest and what the shit was going on so it's starting to make sense to them so they don't take any of the drink um, the doctor the ex-girlfriend the doctor's mom They don't drink it. And, uh, the, uh, the sheriff ends up and he doesn't drink it either. He breaks out and points the gun at the, the vampire and people come out from the pews and and stop him. He shoots, but it doesn't hit anything. Right. And they hold him down and it's like, uh, holy shit, what's going on here? Well, his son decides to, to, to take the leap of faith and drink this poison right? Who he has already taken the Eucharist at the same time too, uh, this, this boy. So he's got the vampire blood in him. Um, Shit. What else happens? So uh, these, these parish members are holding this Muslim guy down and he's having to watch his son, which is really uncomfortable, especially as a father. Uh, He's got to watch his son, kill himself to come back as a vampire. Right. And you just, and he's just like, no, please don't, which is really fucked up. So it, it makes Christians look even worse. You know, now they're now they're not just naive and stupid and will follow. You know, whatever it's they're evil because they're they're um, preventing this father from stopping his son from killing himself. Um, the boy drinks it. The father's you know it's fucking devastating for him. But while this is going on, the doctor's mom goes and grabs the gun and shoots. Doesn't hit anything and it shocks the priest. And then she shoots again and hits the priest right in the fucking head. Well, this causes everybody to uh, just start grabbing the drinks and start drinking it. And they're all going to die and they're going to come back as vampires. And as they're doing it, like fights break out and crazy shit for the people that don't want to drink it, the, uh, the father, mother, and brother of the, the guy that died, the doctor, um, the, the ex-girlfriend and the sheriff all end up getting away from those people and getting into the back of the church and locking the door. Well, they, they stumble across the zealot that's back there, this female zealot. She's not a nun, by the way. She's just a a crazy cat lady without the cats. Um, and she's back there hiding. So it shows her to be even more of a hypocrite. Uh, the ex-girlfriend had actually grabbed the gun from her mom and she ends up shooting this zealot and killing her. And the zealot's like, well, you only got five minutes after I die anyway. So they kill her and now they got five minutes. So they break out and they start running away. Um, all of these dead people start coming back as zombies and they start eating the people. Um, and I think they get the father. I'm sorry. I think the father does end up uh, sacrificing himself so these people can get to the back of the church. Um, and he ends up getting eaten by these zombies when they're coming back to life. And then the zombies break out. They don't lock the doors at the back. Like the priest had told them. he's down with a fucking bullet in the head. Um, and these zombies just start going across the Island and picking up anybody who isn't at mass. um, and, and basically turning them all into, into vampires. Uh, what else happens? Um, duh, 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 duh. At some point, uh, the zealot comes back to life. She finds the mechanic and the mayor. And they decide to start burning down all of the, the houses um, in the, on the island. And the only building that's going to that's gonna remain is going to be the church and the uh, rec center right next to it. Um, and they're going to, they're, that's going to be where, where so many people can sleep away from the sun. Uh, the zealot starts bringing up scripture, bringing up uh, the old Testament, the flood. And she says that this is going to be a flood of fire. And the ark is going to be the church and the rec center. It's just like you crazy bitch. So now she's even more evil. Now she's wanting to kill even more people, even some of her own. And what their plan is, is once they do that and they get rid of the, the undesirables the next, uh, the next night they're going to get on these boats cause they'll have the mechanic and they're going to go to the mainland and they're going to, they're going to build this army of vampires basically. And, uh, as they're doing it, oh fuck, hold on. So anyway, uh, their plan is to burn all these houses. Um, the non vampire group, their plan is like, all right, well fuck these guys. We're going to burn their boats so they can't even take the boats. And then uh we're going to burn down their fucking buildings so that they have no place to hide and the sun's going to burn them all up. Um so they go on to do, "Oh shit, I took the wrong way. Fuck me running." Um So uh so now the fucking the whole uh island is a is a flame. Um the vampires don't realize what these other people are doing yet. Um The priest comes back to life because he he can only die, I guess, from direct sunlight. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot something. When the the mom of the doctor shot the priest, the angel, or I'm sorry, angel, that's fucking terrible. The vampire, fuck off, I'm not talking to you right now. The vampire attacked her and the mom and killed her and sucked her blood and then turned her into a vampire, obviously. And so she comes back to life right when the priest does, and she comes in and they start talking. This is where, this is why I said the doctor was kind of the the center, the crux of the whole fucking storyline. The priest was the doctor's dad. He had an affair with her mom back when he was younger, and the mom was married to another guy. So not only did he fornicate as a priest, he committed adultery. You remember me talking about fucking Preacher with Seth Rogen? I'd be surprised. I wouldn't, sorry. I would not be surprised if Seth Rogen had something to do with this shit. That seems to be his MO. So this guy is a piece of shit. This priest. Because he knowingly infected these people. Who knows if he really believed. Because he never cracked down on that fucking zealot. Nobody did. With the exception of like one person who finally told her like, you're not a good person. As much as you talk shit, you're not good. Um what else so he's just he infected these people um, he was a vampire he killed a guy uh, he already had had uh, had an affair with a married woman Childed, uh, 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 fathered a daughter that he never told her until the very end and guess what the doctor uh, she finds out by coming to the church and, and putting gas all over the place and the priest is like yeah go ahead burn it all down so you think alright well he doesn't really believe in this shit anyway So it's like another caveat of, oh, well, Christians don't really believe the thing that they say they believe in, which is something that the left has tried arguing for the longest time. Um, Oh, it's just so the show's insufferable with this shit. It's just constant. Like, I'm telling you, if you were to watch it from the standpoint that I'm talking about, you'll see it. It's and and I can't even imagine like not hearing me talk about it and watching it that you wouldn't see it. Still, it's so fucking blatantly obvious. It's a it's an outright attack on all things Christianity. The atheists are the good guy. Uh, the fucking the Muslim is the the pet, you know. I in in terms of like, oh he's he's okay. He's not as bad as the Christians. You know what I mean? Where it's like, dude, if this was nothing but a fucking island of Muslims, they fucking chop the heads off everybody else. Well, that's 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 mean. It's like, well, yeah, well, look at their history in all these fucking countries. I mean, if we're just going to st- shit on stereotypes, there you go. But they would never do that, mind you. They'd never do it with Judaism. They'd never do it with, uh, certainly not Islam. They'd never do it with Hindu, Islam or, uh, um, uh, Hindu Buddhism, uh, Shinto, Mayan, Aztec, fucking Native American ideology. They'd never do it with any of these things. Only Christianity. Um, and what's even more is... Um, so as the doctor is like about to burn down the, the, um, the church, the mechanic shows up and shoots her and kills her. And the dad, the priest tries to give her his blood because he's now a vampire to, uh, to save her life. And she refuses it and she dies. And so the priest, the mom of the doctor carry, uh, the, the doctor, to the spot, this little bridge that apparently was her favorite spot. Oh shit. It was a it was apparently her favorite spot on the island and carry her there and wait for the sun to come up and they're all gonna die together. It's just like, oh my god, like this is fucking Oh, it's intense, I guess. Not intense, intensely stupid. Um or aggravating, I'd say. Uh what else happens? That was, and that was the biggest part of the whole story was, was that finding out that this priest, Oh, Oh, that was the other part. So when they carry her to this, this bridge, the priest ends up taking his collar off to show like, I'm not really Christian. I didn't, I didn't care about this. I only cared about this woman that I had an affair with and the daughter that I was never a a good father to and who only just found out that I was her father. It's like you fuckers. Um, The, uh, the sheriff, the sheriff. Okay. So it comes down to the vampires have now set all the houses ablaze. They come back to the church. Um, and they're standing outside the rec center that the zealot got ready for all the vampires to come in and they were going to sort through the crowd of vampires as to who could, could stay in there and survive the sunlight. Um, and becoming a real authoritarian. I mean, straight up authority, authoritarian. And as they're all sitting there and she's showing herself to be the fucking cunt that she is. Uh, in the background, which I don't get why he didn't just fucking do it when they weren't, like, not, not do it right in front of him. The fucking sheriff is just throwing gas on this rec center, which was their safe haven, their arc. And they turn around and the fucking zealot ends up shooting him, which ends up killing him this broad um, <laughs> sorry I just watched this lady <coughs> um, so she ends up shooting him and then his son comes out of the crowd grabs him, he's still alive at this point and takes him to the edge of the island where the sun's going to come up um, <coughs> <and> <coughs> excuse me so the vampires have to watch the uh, their arc burn down uh, they soon find out after that... I can't remember what it was... Um, that... Uh, they soon find out that their boats are on fire... And they can't leave the island. So they're fucked. Um, the... Uh, oh, the the vampire... Um, ends up attacking the ex-girlfriend... Because she was also helping the sheriff... Uh, gas up the, the rec center. And the vampire sees it and ends up attacking her... And starts drinking her blood. And before she dies... She takes out a knife and starts to cut holes into his wings, so he can't fly away, Um, and he'll get burned up by the sun too. So basically, at the end of this story, everybody but two people die, and it's the um, it's the girl that was paralyzed and the brother of the drunk guy that killed the girl in the car accident. Those are the two people that survive, and the last thing that the girl says, who was paralyzed, is, "I can't feel my legs." Which means that the vampire, which tried to fly away, mind you, and seemingly was gonna make it, he ends up getting burned up. And that's all you have to do. And that actually goes in line with vampire lore, is that if you kill the vampire who made you a vampire, it ends it in your system. And so when that vampire, the actual ancient one died, everybody stopped being a vampire. However, um, by the time that that happened, because he was flying away from the sun he was flying west uh all the all the other vampires on the island ended up getting burnt up um yeah there oh man i mean there's other parts to it that that annoyed me um that kind of spoke to the idea that like christians are nothing but you know naive cult members and shit like that and uh it just wasn't i don't know like i said maybe it's my bias uh towards my own ideology and understanding that Hollywood has a spiteful, vengeful, um, outlook on Christians that prevents me from seeing any good in this movie really, or in this TV show. Um, and that might be so, but I'm okay with it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, they can kiss my ass. You know, I'm, I am quite sick of Hollywood who seems to think that they're you motherfucker. You're going to let me in dickhead. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. You can go around me. Um, I'm sick of of the attacks from Hollywood on my faith. And not just on my faith, on my race, on my, uh, on my sex, on my sexual preference, on my family. They can fucking suck a dick. They can suck their own dicks for as much as I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, this is the type of shit that Hollywood is producing. Um... I don't know if I want to grade it. It gets an F. <laughs> Fucking outright attack my faith. Go fuck yourself. It gets an F for go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, finally, dude, you don't understand how many attempts I've made at this. And Apparently, I needed, what, 40 minutes? How long is this, bitch? Yeah, 40 minutes. Wow, nice. Uh, I feel like I covered pretty much everything important in it. I mean, there's, there's a couple of parts of like as the town people were coming together to go to the midnight mass they were they were singing a holy song i guess i i'd never heard it heard it in mass myself um it it like sucked you in to th- like i said to thinking that the priest was uh, had a good intent and that it, it really did seem like he believed in this stuff before the the last episode like he believed that the the vampire was an angel and things of that nature Uh, only to, you know, later find out at the end of it, he was really only there. He brought the angel back in order to bring his, his lover back from Alzheimer's and shit, you know? And, uh, and it just really makes him out to be somebody who wasn't, you know, this priest, the center of this town wasn't Christian at all the whole time. And in fact, was a, was a pretty bad guy, you know? Um, or, maybe not so well, he was a bad guy by the end of it, because like I said, he infected everyone and and killed a guy. But, you know, prior to that, he was just, he had just given into his urges, which can happen with priests. There are priests that, you know, can't help themselves sometimes, I guess, and, uh, end up having sex with a woman. That's the only exception that I'll be like, all right, you know, fucking the, the shit that's gone on within our church and the, the, um, the, uh, the scandal that we've had going on for fucking decades. Uh, I, that has no forgiveness, no, no exception. I'll let God forgive that one. Um, and, and I doubt that he will. Um, that's going to be some fucking punishing times. But, um, you know, it's like that part, it, it's, it's, in, in terms of like the, the, the priest being in love with this lady and stuff like that. It's like, all right, that doesn't necessarily make him bad. All of the other terrible shit that happened was what made him bad. And he didn't even fucking try to stop the, the fucking vampire. Of course he was shot in the head. So I guess it would have made it hard for him to stop the vampire from attacking his lady. But, um, no, I mean, overall the whole show was an attack on Christianity and, uh, I don't, I don't play nice with those people. So, uh, it's shit. And that's my review. That's how I feel, and just be aware. I mean, it, I, I will say this for the show: it was a clever story to attack Christianity. I will give them that. It was clever. Um, it wasn't the worst thing that I've seen come out of Hollywood in terms of quality of an attack on Christianity. If you can wrap your your mind around what I just said, uh, wrap your mind around that idea. Um, it was still really shitty what they did. Um, overall, as I said, they wouldn't do this with any other ideology or religion. They just wouldn't. Uh, Christianity is, is, is what fair game. Is that the word Uh, in their eyes? And, uh, it's really the only ideology that they will, will really attack. So, um, fuck them quite frankly. And that's it until next time, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be liberal.